product Tronicle last week, I got a sense that we're not in for a big growth here in 2024. And a lot of companies are looking at that as an opportunity to kind of draw breath and to take a pit, pit stop and think of it like the off-season in Formula Run, One, a real chance to get the car the car running really well, ready for the next the next big race. Um, I was using the term the year of efficiency for 2024. I appreciate that Catech have already been using that in 2023. <laughs> I also see it as a year for operational excellence as a focus and a chance to kind of double down on digital transformation to, to enable that. So I wanted to open, perhaps with you, Mark, and just talk a little bit about what that means to you in terms of that focus on efficiency, that focus on operational excellence, what it means to you and Catech. No, for us, uh, Phil, it's it's key. It's really key um, to get more out of our assets. That's that's basically the point. Okay, you you have your facilities, you have your machineries, and now we really need to get more out of that. Despite that the growth might be not the same generally in the market, we target still a big of growth. But our shareholders, at the same time, want that we have more profitability, mm-hmm. and both can only be achieved if we leverage our cost positions a lot better. And that means really get more out of a machinery at the same time. Uh, you draw down your costs, your fixed costs. At the same time, you get up your revenue. So okay. profitability is the result. Yeah, of that, <laughs> of that efficiency. Joseph, you were obviously talking to a lot of executives last week as well. Was that a sense that that was what's going on in the market? And, and what does that mean to you as a business? Naja, efficiency, I guess, is always a topic which is going on in the market. Mm-hmm. For sure, if you are, let me say, if the business is slowing down, you will spend more effort, more focus on increasing your efficiency. And as I mentioned, also to prepare also then for the new race. Mm-hmm. Um, how we translate this, um, this obviously we are an equipment provider, so placement equipment, print equipment and so on. For sure, we also have to, to assure that we also develop here and continue with, with uh, providing benchmark solutions. Uh, but at the same time, and I guess this is also uh, especially also applicable uh, to Kartik, to, to also Mark's target, is um, to increase efficiency, to increase also the efficiency with the installed base. Mm. Uh, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm fully prepared to sell new equipment. But at the final end, yeah, I'm, um, I'm also convinced about yeah, if, if Kartik is successful with our solutions, by also let's say, increasing the efficiency, yeah, then we will be also successful together with Kartik. And this then translates into what we also conveyed at the Protronica, is with the move from the smart factory to the intelligent factory, because uh, by the applying the new technologies, talk about artificial intelligence, with, with virtual assist, uh, natural language programming, and also really collect the data of the whole factory. I'm convinced we can we can provide Mark with solutions, Kartik with solutions, that they can then also increase their efficiency and productivity and at the same time grow and then it turns into profitability mm. and at the final end this will be then also our success. Yeah, and that's the measure of success, isn't it? It's it's the it's the bottom line at the at the end of the day. Mark, within your organization, you obviously have chosen strategic partners for certain equipment but you also have some legacy equipment so you have to think in terms of quite a complex ecosystem and it's not just about one factory Mm -hmm. it's about multiple multiple factories and multiple sites it's quite a challenge to have a efficiency and an excellence uh, a transformation strategy that covers all of that and goes up and down Mm -hmm. the supply chain talk to me a little bit about how you 
develop those ideas. Yeah, let's say we, we really start, as, as, as you said, that we had a lot of legacies, so or we start with the machineries we have, with the mm. things we have. Now we really need um, digital uh, software, digital products, which allow us to get across of different machineries and different things, okay? Um, and, and also uh, talking with, with, with you, um, there's a lot of opportunities to do so mm. and bring that in. So we need something like, I would say, uh, uh, digital middleware mm. for production, okay, which uh, allows me to connect all that together. Um, and that starts really that the machinery itself provides all the data in the speed we need, in, in, in the complexity we need. So every machine has to provide all that. Then you can get the data without a breaking of media, okay? Nobody in between scribbling something on Excel or on paper and brings that all together. And then you can steer your, your, uh, your park really at the moment. You mm. see where is it blocking now? What's the reason? Why can, how can I fix it? If I get the reasons, uh, how can I make that happen that it does not happen mm -hmm. again next day mm -hmm. and so on? Mm -hmm. So that's really the process you need to, to drive. And for that, you need that digitizing across all the machinery topics. Mm -hmm. But the more machinery you have from one vendor, okay, in that point, um, the better it gets because this is already aligned together. Yeah. And then that's why we also have a, a lot from, from you because that helps me to get set really easily done. Yeah, yeah, I think I was at Maustatten yesterday and there was a uh, an ASMPT uh, engineer installing a, a new machine on the <laughs> on the extra line there. Yeah. And I really wanted to switch gear and talk a bit about the importance of those strategic relationships with vendors because ASMPT are not just a supplier and Catec are not just a customer. You have a relationship where as a fast-moving EMS company, you're moving fast and breaking things, but you, you have a strategy and you have a, a, a business plan that needs technology and needs supplies mm. to support it. And from your point of view, working with a company like Catech gives you visibility in, in what's coming down the line in terms of demand. So, Josef, perhaps you can start <clears throat> by talking a little bit about what those strategic alliances look like that you have with your your customers and, and what value you can get from them now for us it's uh, clearly important that we have strategic alliances with our customers and i would really like to say is obviously you cannot have with each and every customer strategic alliance we have to watch out them and talk about a couple of thousands that's just not the case we have customers, mm -hmm. but we have also have customers, and customers where you basically say you really can set up a partnership, mm. because the precondition is really that you have uh, on on all levels, obviously also on management levels, that you trust each other, and that you can talk openly about the challenges, mm. which contact which Mark might have with ASMPT mm. uh, might be always not just the nicest things but that he can openly share it with me as well as vice versa. And that we also be open about, let me say, our strategy, in which direction we are going towards. And if this is available, then we also can talk about on the different levels on, on our portfolio, what is our technology, in which direction we are moving, why we are moving, mm. explain this mm. to Mark, to Kartik, to, to, to really also the engineering level, which is very important, and get feedback. Mm. If we get the feedback, we will consider the feedback strongly. Mm. We develop for the market. That's also clear. But we also will have special developments. And if mm. we get the clear feedback, 
then we can consider this feedback. And we do, why we develop things, we do it for our customers, we do it for our partners, not just for our sake. Yeah. And therefore, the strategic alliances are very important to get very close feedback in the individual development steps, yeah, uh, in the concept discussion, but also subsequently. And it's a final and also ease of use is a topic yeah. uh, where we need then also the experience from our customers, or especially then really from our partners like Kartik, to then consider this in a development. And uh, why it makes so makes sense, let me say, to cooperate with Kartik, because they are really fast-moving in the market, uh, innovation-driven. Mm. And uh, also we had some sharing, we have both the challenges, even when you talk about, let me say, operate experience, operate experience engineers. And if you see this one, yeah, then and have this open discussion, then obviously it's uh, yeah, really worthwhile to agree on a partnership, not yeah. just in a customer-supplier relation. Yeah, no, it's essential, isn't it? And, and Mark, from your point of view, when I look at planning your technology roadmap, you need to know what they're expecting, expecting to do, but you need to tell them what you want beyond that. And sometimes maybe they're going to come back and say, hey, you know, that's not going to happen. That's not possible. Or this is possible. Maybe that affects the way you're designing your operations mm. at the same time. Tell me a little bit about how the partnership feels from your side. And I, I, I think it's really important to have that connection at executive level, but all the way through the organization. So, you know, an engineer can pick up a, a, yeah. a phone to another engineer and, and get an answer there as well. No, it's it's very important for us, and especially the strategic partnership with ASNPT, because um, several aspects. Okay, one is yes, maybe uh, we come with something where SMTP tells us, "Wow, guys, that's not so easy possible." But that's also a check because if they can't do it properly, nobody can do it. Okay, in a way. So we know we expect something which will not happen. So we can talk to our customers and say, "Hey." That doesn't work like this. Okay. Yeah. We have to find another solution. Okay. So part A, it's a reality check in this way. Mm. But at the same time, if it's possible, yes, we talk about how we can make it happen in, in, uh, in the machinery, in the investments, in the topics. And now, uh, as Joseph said, we are fast moving. We are dynamic. Uh, we want to lead the category. Mm. Okay. We, we wrote that down. Yeah. So really want to drive <laughs> that topic. Um, and, so when we still want to grow a lot, we want to have the profitability, uh, as I said at the beginning. So we need a partner who is flexible, who can work with us in our speed. Okay. Mm -hmm. If I talk to somebody and he tells me, Oh, yes, that's very nice. I will put it on the roadmap for in five years. Um, uh, in five years, I'm no far above a billion. <laughs> I'm wherever. Okay. I, I'm gone. Okay. So I need somebody to work with now. Okay, and that's also the important part in such a strategic partnership. So it's really about getting technology edge, what's mm. possible, getting that really, getting the reality check, does it fit to what our customers demand, is it possible to do it, and also to get the speed and the dynamics to make it happen. Yeah, and I think what's really exciting when I look at Catec as a customer, you obviously they have that high mix, low volume EMS environment, but you also have white labeled ODM product mm -hmm. environments that mm -hmm. are that are that are much higher volume and perhaps more placement sensitive and speed sensitive. Mm -hmm. I just really wanted to explore, Mark, a little bit how you made the selection or how you make your selections for these capital equipment partnerships. Um, because they are an important part of the business. You obviously selected ASMPD to be your preferred supplier whilst you still have a, equipment from uh, other other suppliers. And 
that's given you the opportunity to try lots of machinery. It's not just about the performance of the machinery, it's about a whole bunch of other things. Tell me how you how you go about that selection process. Oh, it is basically it's very classically, okay? Let's see. It's for sure it's about the machinery and the features it has, mm-hmm. but it's also about what Josef already said, the trust on the different levels of uh, between the companies. So because we will always have an issue. Sooner or later, we'll have an issue. Okay. So we need to talk to each other how to solve it. Okay. I need it quicker than he can provide it or, or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll have something. So we need a level where we can talk about <clears throat> this together. Okay. Um, then aside of technology and the management, we also need, uh, let's say service competence around the world. We're going global. Our strategy is uh, global, local for local. Mm-hmm. So I need somebody whom I can work with in Asia, can I work with in America in case, and I still get a service there. Uh, on, on other topics, which ASM doesn't have, okay, um, we have uh, also vendors where we have, we are forced to only use them in one area because they don't have a service somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Now, that limits me again because then I cannot shift products between the, the factories, yeah. Or not so easy. I can always, but I can not so easy because I have change in machinery, stuff like this. So, um, so that's another important aspect. Yeah. How to select a strategic partner. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, you know, that communication is, is essential. You mentioned earlier about ease of use of the product. We're seeing a challenge in the industry. Uh, and I'm sure Catec feels this as much as anybody in terms of recruiting talent, retaining mm. talent. We need machines that can be operated by less people. We need to be able to train those people really quickly. Is that something that ASM has been considering and is aware of? And is that something that you know you guys talk about when you're thinking about this generation and the next generation of machines? We are aware of. So, and we both have. We are both in a situation. Uh, um, obviously, let me say maybe uh, what what we face, especially on an engineering level. Um, um, but uh, that's the same how you deal with our products on an operator level. So, and this also we talk about worldwide. Yeah, you cannot always talk about the same education system. Uh, but even let me say in Germany, it's a challenge to find challenge to find the right operator. But then also in other countries, and it's you know that the products which we are nowadays providing, and this is this is then applicable to to our service engineers. They face a challenge as well as then obviously also then on the customer side. They are becoming, from a content point of view, more complex. Mm. So, but then, because higher performance, the technology, the software technology, technology which is applied, but then from a user interface point of view, this ease of use mm. becomes even more important. Yeah, because uh, you you have to grow. You grow fast. You cannot then you can obviously recruit engineers or operators in many, but you cannot train them for months how they mm. can use mm. at the point of time they can use a placement machines. In, in, in several countries, you have higher fluctuations. So. You know, if a guy is just staying for one year and you have to train them for one year, this doesn't obviously work out. Therefore, ease of use is very important. Yeah? And also this Pokayoke principle, you can't do anything wrong. But at the same time, uh, um, we're also providing software tools. And this is now what, what I what we also presented in the show with, with the virtual assist, which is a software tool where you just, you have a problem, you raise a question. Yeah? Mm. It's working on artificial, based on artificial intelligence, on a chatbot, and then also with natural language programming. You just raise a question. Then you have to keep in mind that obviously when we develop our products and our software, we generate tons of information. Mm-hmm. Just have to make this information available to the operator at the right point of time when yeah. he needs it. If you train this information 
might be possible in one or two weeks. But if you get, have two weeks training, if you do not apply it immediately, you forget everything yeah. again. And with virtual assist, then we're really providing this information. And that's, for me, really key. Uh, and and uh, strongly believe also we can help, uh, Kartik can help Mark also in, in overcome, let me say, the situation which we have in the world where that it's hard to find operators as well as the qualified people. And that we also can deal with the fluctuation by applying such kind of products. Yeah, and you need to be able to train people and move people around yeah. to different yeah. environments. So that fast training, get them on the... Uh, Get them working on the line as quickly as possible is essential to you, Mark. That, that's really essential. Two or three reasons, let's say, um, as we and we discussed it just recently yesterday, last week on Protochronica. Um, we we don't get enough people. It's really hard to get enough people. Okay, and uh, so automation, which is this is a drive of automation. Okay, really helps us uh, to get uh, more output in that way, but. At the same time, that means I cannot look for the engineer to be an operator or something like this. So I need to be able to to uh, do the machinery with a broad range of employees, mm -hmm. different employees. Um, so it's important that it's easy to use. And the second thing is, and just recently did said, we help each other between the factories also. So one factory has maybe a shortage on employees because of some illness mm. or some something like this or more short-term capacity, a peak. Mm. So we really have people helping from the one factory in the other factory. Now, when they get there and they should cover a peak or something mm. like this, I cannot train them for three weeks to be able to do that. They have to be on, on speed in two days. Mm. So I need something where they can really make it very quick And, and that's key. So yeah. that's why it's really important for us too. Okay. Well, thank you so much, guys. I've, I've had a really interesting insight into what a strategic partnership looks like and how much more can be achieved by working together, you know, with Catech leading the category and you enabling their digital transformation uh, and supporting that, that year of efficiency or year of operational excellence. Thanks so much for talking to me. Hey, thanks. Thank you. Thank you.